This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hey, podcast listeners, I just wanted to jump in before the start of the show and let you know how deeply I value the fact that you listen each week, that you reach out to me and let me know that you find value in the show, that you share the show with others. It means the world to me. And to know that my story and the interviews that I do, the guests that I bring on, the solo shows that I create land and really speak to you. It's just, it's so powerful. So I just wanted to show up today and let you know how much I value you. Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast, episode 116. Welcome back to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for information and inspiration on the parenting journey. I am your host, Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer and parent coach, and I am as always thrilled that you are listening in to today's show. If you find yourself laughing along, taking notes, feeling like I've gotten inside of your head because it's just that good please do me a favor and pay it forward. Share this episode with your friends, your family, your neighbors, people you see at the gas station. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Your sharing is the reason that I'm able to show up for you each week. And I'm so, so, so honored to get to do so. My guests today are the hosts of the Mindful Mama Movement show, Shannon Kinney Dew, creator of A Free Spirit Life, and Ashley Walburn, owner of Home Holistic. The Mindful Mama Movement is a podcast, a community, and offers retreats that empower mamas, encourage authentic living, and celebrate what it means to live an inspired life. That's so juicy. Shannon and Ashley bring women from all around the world in all stages of motherhood on a journey of learning how to trust themselves how to listen to their intuition, how to let go and forgive, and how to embrace imperfection in the mess of life. They encourage all parents to practice mothering from a place of presence, creativity, humor, and wisdom. I am so excited to share our conversation with you. Hi there, Shannon and Ashley. Welcome to the podcast. 
Thanks hey, for having us. We're excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for making us sound so good too. Right? I want to join there that group. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, all we good. sound fun. We sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Please share with the listeners a little bit about your journey of doing what you do. Well, so and say who's short- talking. Say who's talking so we oh, know who's talking. This is Shannon. Okay, yes, perfect. Thanks. Okay, this is Shannon. And uh, so Ashley, I, it's fun to give kind of a backstory about how Ashley and I met because it's a kind of cool story. About 14 years ago, when she was starting to have her three babies in a row, she uh, found herself in yoga class. And really, you should tell that part of the story. Well, I was um, really, I just started going to yoga um, because I was overwhelmed and somebody said, you want to try yoga? And I picked the yoga studio that was closest to my house and Shannon happened to be teaching there. And, and I really like, it's really truly like saved my life. I don't want to like sound too like woo woo and crazy, but, um, I had three babies in two and a half years and yoga is like what helped me keep my head above water. And it's what helped me feel like myself mm-hmm. more often than not. Or when I wasn't feeling my, like myself, I knew I'm going to go to yoga tomorrow. I'm going to get a good reset. And Shannon was one of the yoga teachers there. And then really we didn't connect until flash forward, maybe your pregnancy. Yeah. So it would be nine years ago. And I found myself in Ashley's prenatal yoga. And, um, at the time, I think I was like 32 Mm -hmm. weeks and I needed a new midwife quick. And I just remember being in her class and, um, feeling, you know, safe and all these tears. She, I just, I have this like vision of like Ashley, just like, (laughs) (laughs) I was was lying in relaxation pose and I'm like, I could just feel the tears tears coming down and she's like, how can I help you? No, um, but it was so true. I, I, she made me feel like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get through this changing midwives late. No big deal. We can do this. And she helped me do that. And so that's when our love affair started. Yeah. Right. And then she became my doula, uh, for some future births. And, uh, so we've always been in each other's lives, but it wasn't till this past summer where we something drew us together really. Mm -hmm. And we met for lunch and it was just that that right meeting spot. And we just said, you know, Hey, do you want to do a podcast? And Ashley being Ashley's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know. Let's let's I'm all in. (laughs) And, um, but what's really cool about what we do is we both are passionate about supporting women and Ashley being a doula and a pre and postnatal yoga teacher. And she has a yoga center here in Kansas city. And then me and my passion of just self-discovery work and helping women find themselves, it just was a perfect match. And that's kind of what we do with our movement is just continue our excitement in empowering mamas as they become mamas all the way through once their kids have um, grown up. Yeah. So Ashley, you went to your first yoga class when you were pregnant or when you yeah, were, so when I you had a, video. and now you own, and now you own a yoga studio. Isn't that crazy? Well, there was no, so my babies are 15, 14, turning 13 in a couple of weeks. Oh my and gosh. I know. Crazy. Um, <laughs> it's nearly impossible actually, but I did it. And um, that there was no, nothing prenatal in town mm-hmm. and my yoga teachers were all really good 
none of them had any prenatal experience or training, none. Mm -hmm. And so I told one of my yoga teachers after all of my babies were born, I was thinking about doing a prenatal yoga teacher training. And she was like, God, please go. Like, I don't ever even know what to tell those pregnant women. Mm -hmm. And like, this wasn't my plan for my life. Like Mm -hmm. I just finished graduate school and, um, and now I have a yoga studio and a holistic center that serves mothers. So great. And my, my first yoga teacher who really like pulled me into yoga as like, as which is now part of my practice as well. Her name is Shannon. Oh, awesome. So maybe there's something. She is so cool. It's all in the name. (laughs) She is so cool. So, wow. And then how great that Shannon, then you were able to lean on Ashley and crazy switching up midwives at 32 weeks. Yeah. Is that your first baby? Your first pregnancy? It was my first baby. And I, I just never felt quite right with this Mm -hmm. particular midwife. And uh, I had an interaction that just, I was like, I cannot do this. I just knew in my heart. And that was probably the real, I've always struggled with self-doubt, but I've, but I generally, you know, take the time I need to really listen to what my intuition is telling me. And right then I knew there was just, I had to get out of there. Yeah. And, um, and that's what drew me, you know, to that class. And um, because Ashley was able to guide me to the right person, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was scary but I did it and I'm so glad I did. Well, yeah. right. Just one of many moments in parenting where you get to say something doesn't feel right. Trusting yeah. my gut, right? Because it's not yeah, always I, easy. I mean, I feel like truly that's my life work. It's mm-hmm. just that, that if something doesn't feel right, every single time that I didn't listen to it, I should have. Mm. Every single time that it was strong, you know, like that, like I can't do that. And Shannon said to me that night, um, she can't birth with me. I can't birth with this woman. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, let's like, then you, then you can't, you know, then don't stay because there's something inside of you that's saying, I've got to go somewhere else. And I know this gal, you know, that'll be a really great fit for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, you two are pulling me in a whole nother direction than what I had planned. Mm. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. All right, I'm going to I'm going to loosen the reins and say so so talking about intuition cuz I think it shows up. I think that's a really powerful example. Shannon because I think that first time mom, first pregnancy, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Can I do this? Can I switch? What does this mean? That fear can show up, but you trusted your gut. And then you found this person who also was basically giving you permission, like, yes, trust your gut. Do you find that the women that you serve, that this is like a natural, something that comes naturally to the ladies that you work with? Or is this something that, because what I'm finding is through conditioning and life experience and relationships and modeling that we've had, sometimes our intuition gets pretty darn buried. Yes. Um, you know, I think it's why I do what I do because I have struggled with that listening Mm -hmm. and the more I do it. And especially through motherhood, especially with my first, you know, I remember I was that person who did all the research, Mm -hmm. you know, I made sure that I had the right diet and the right chiropractor and the right yoga. And I did all of that. Mm -hmm. And of course we can't control what happens, but, um, when he was born, he was the type of baby that was 
up all night, nursed every 40 minutes. I mean, people would say, just wait three months. And I'd wait three months and then six months. And then two years was when he finally slept through the night. And he just made me question everything. Mm -hmm. And so what I did for the first six months is I asked everyone out there. I looked to every, you know, book and person that could help me figure out how to do this correctly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was at six months where I talked to a friend of mine. She happened to be a homeschooling mom with teenage six kids. And I asked her about sleeping. There was something where I'm like, you know, can you really sleep with your baby? And I'm worried I'm going to, you know, all those things we hear. Right. And she's like, she's like, what do you mean? Like she just, it was so foreign of a question to her. She's like, if you want to sleep with your baby, sleep with your baby, you know? Mm -hmm. And I closed the books. And that was when I really started to say, forget this. I cannot look out there anymore. This is my child. He's different. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, I have, this is my journey. And so I started to really trust that and make decisions based on, on that. It doesn't come easy to other people. I don't know, but I think because of the work that we do and what we see Mm -hmm. is that same seeking, that same, you know, with Ashley's um, new moms and pregnant moms, am I doing it right? right? You know, that is a constant concern. And I see it lead into anxiety later when you're raising your kids, because Mm -hmm. now you're overwhelmed. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing it correctly. I'm not doing it as that mom is doing it. And so what we try to do as we learn ourselves and, you know, stumble and fumble along the way is to say, there is no right way. Mm-hmm. How can you use these tools, this guidance and reconnect to your intuition and, and trust that? Sure. We need experts and doctors and all of that, mm-hmm. but ultimately it goes back to how does it feel for you and how can you learn to listen to that and then have the courage to follow it? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, um, thank you for going on that little Sure. Little side story with me. So let's talk a little bit about your individual. Like I know both of you have separate businesses beyond just the Mindful Mama movement. So mm. Shannon, you're a holistic life coach over at a Free Spirit Life. Can you? What is a holistic life coach? Well, I've tried to figure that out myself for <laughs> several. <laughs> I never I sounds really good. Knew what to call myself. <laughs> um, but here's what I what I like to think of it as. I feel like I support and inspire women to really to trust themselves, to mm-hmm. reconnect to their own intuition, and to learn how to nourish and nurture their soul, um, because these women are taking care of everyone else. Uh, whether it's a heart-centered business that you love so much or an elderly parent, or you're in the midst of raising kids, we have this, there's women who are just nurturers and they give and give to the point of depletion. And so what I like to say with the holistic life coaching is that, you know, our mind, body, spirit is all connected. Mm -hmm. And I like to kind of help people sift through all that disconnection we feel, all that, um, busy life that we are caught up in where we feel so taxed, that's not setting us up to really know what is our heart pointing to? What does it feel like? I like to help people sift through the the mental, the spiritual, and the physical clutter that keeps us from feeling fully connected to that place that's there to guide us within. So 
Uh, that's the holistic life coaching. It's kind of like I imagine myself holding up a, a mirror and I like to reflect the light back to other women mm-hmm. and kind of shine, you know, a light on whatever aspect it is in their life that needs some attention so that they feel more whole. They feel more connected to that piece. They can move from feeling like stuck in survival to feeling like, Ooh, I can breathe a little. I have this um, this trust and I have some space in my life to enjoy it. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Yeah. Um, before it goes, cause it goes so fast. So that's what I do. I do it through one-on-one coaching. I have online courses and I do a monthly membership group where it's kind of like a group coaching. Mm-hmm. It's called the live freely circle. And mm-hmm. we meet monthly to just, um, support each other. It's like maintenance for your soul is what I like to call it. Mm, love it. Very nice. Yeah. Maintenance for your soul. Cause we all need it. 
And I, and I love that question that you said, what is, what is your heart pointing to? Because I feel like, you know, I see it too. I experience it. We're so good at being up in our heads, right? Telling the story, analyzing, blaming, you know, that we're really good at the head stuff, but dropping down into heart and making it a practice to check in there, you know, to lead from there, to find your presence from a heart-centered place, I think is such a powerful way to shift into being with our family and being with ourselves too. Yeah. You'll never regret it. You know, I mean, for me that I'm just like, when we look back over the year or the five years, um, that when we come from a heart centered place, um, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, like the, it's just presence and experiencing life as it unfolds. Um, yeah. And it gives our children permission to do the same. Yes. Also. Oh my gosh. Side story again. So my son bites his fingernails and I subscribe to a magazine called mindful mm-hmm. and he were, I just driving him to school today and he was like, well, I picked up Mindful Magazine while I was in the bathroom today and I read an idea about how I can help myself break my bad habit of biting my nails. And I look, and he's 11. And I looked at him mm-hmm. and I said, you picked up Mindful Magazine? <laughs> right. <laughs> and he amazing. found the article, like it was on the cover. It was, you know, five tips for breaking bad habits. And, you know, and he was like, yeah, it talked about, you know, when you notice yourself doing your bad habit to go back and think about, what you were doing before you started, you know, engaging in the bad habit. I mean, I could, Amen. it was one of those moments where I was like, yes, yeah. you know, it was And so now it's cool. his idea to do yeah. it. And so if you're like, quit chewing your dang nails, kid, right? you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And so he was hey. just like, well, I only had time to read one of the tips, but I'll read the other ones later. And I just was like. <laughs> one I'm, might be all he needs. Right. Hey, right. Casey, yes. I have to go to a birth. I have a mom Ooh. who's having her third baby and she's going fast. And cool. so I know I hate to leave. Um, Shannon is still here with you. And then Great. you and I can reconnect for parts of it if you want to. Um, and I love you and I hope it just finishes great. Yay. Yay. Oh, Ashley, I know, I'm it's so exciting. excited. I'm going to go see a miracle right now. Real life <laughs> happening. Awesome. I know, I know. Thank you for story. being here for the first part and Thanks, good y'all. luck with the birth. Yay. Thanks so much. Bye. So Shannon and Ashley, it is now a week later, listeners, little did you know, or maybe you did, (laughs) that we had to take a pause so that Ashley could run off and be a doula. Will you tell us a little bit about the birth that you got to run off and be a part of? Well, I will. So we're, you know, doing the podcast last week and I get a text from a mom who I've birthed with two other times and- she was one day past her due date and her second baby came really fast. And, um, she said, you know, I'm, um, leaving my house in five or her husband maybe said that. And so we're just like, still like, you know, podcasting and I'm starting to sweat hmm. and I'm writing Shannon notes. Like, I think I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> I think I heard uh, you writing. I think I could hear the pen oh, to paper and I thought, oh, they, my questions must be so deep that... <laughs> Yeah. She's taking notes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was probably doing that also. Um, but so then I scurried out of here really quick and got to the hospital, which is only like 
five minutes away from our studio, um, but a little bit further for the couple. And so I got there before them and they pull up and the mom is just sitting in the front seat. Like she can't open the door. She's just sitting there and um, I'm trying to open the door and I don't know why her husband didn't unlock it. You know, I'm like, let me help her out. And um, they waited, you know, until that contraction was over. And I said, let's go. I think we had to go. I think we had to get in there. And it was just this slow process. The check-in took too long and she's like moaning and having contractions kind of every minute and a half. And just nobody seemed like they were in a rush. And finally they checked her cervix and the nurse that checked her cervix had a Southern accent. And she said, I don't think I feel any. And I said, (laughs) she's 10 centimeters. I don't feel any cervix. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) I know it was that ridiculous. And so, you know, then all of a sudden it's a big rush, which kind of drove me crazy, honestly, that, you know, like Mm -hmm. barely giving us attention, like we're not even there. And then like 15 people are wheeling her down the hallway stat. um, And she sat up in, like she was getting ready to switch over from the wheeled in bed um, to the bed she was gonna birth in and her water broke. And this girl had so much water. um, was like rolling off both sides of the bed. Oh my gosh. Like she poured out like five gallons of milk. It was crazy. <gasps> oh my gosh. You know, and um, she just, she was great. She was great. Um, her first baby was eight, five. Second baby was eight, seven. And this baby was 10 pounds, five ounces. And this woman did it. Wow, um, so, and great. so like an hour after I got there, we had a baby. So and she great. had a girl. She was having, and it was their third girl. Aww. Aww. They just did great. It was a blast. Awesome. I'm glad you made it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, and Sorry, yay. Everybody. Yo, it's all good. And yay for good outcomes, you know? Yay for good yeah. birth stories and power to the women. So amazing. So great. So before we, um, before we got sabotaged by that birth... <laughs> We were talking a little bit about your two separate businesses and the way that you both are so committed to showing up for moms and which is, you know, something that a commitment that I definitely share and the communities that you create both in your separate businesses, but through your podcast and your um, Facebook groups and your online presence. So Let's talk a little bit about what it means to create community on the parenting journey and where you find uh, the value is. What do you guys, yeah, deep, right? There you go. Who's going to start us off? I would say for me, it was um, like the community was building just with my classes. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I started kind of this work just um, teaching prenatal yoga and then eventually mommy baby yoga. Mm-hmm. And that was where the mom community really started building and they would stay after class. And really sometimes the group of women would stay after class for an hour. And I realized pretty quickly that this was actually growing my business, that moms were coming for yoga, but they were staying for something completely different And um, they thought they were coming for exercise. Mm. And they realized um, 
you know, that, oh my God, I'm not the only one. And so I start all of my classes with just a quick check-in, a who are you and how are you? But sometimes moms, you know, share like, I'm doing awesome. I had a pedicure today, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes moms share like real, real stuff um, that's going on in their lives. And um, then all of a sudden, you know, you see the community build and people, you know, come over and watch their kids or um, share exchange numbers. And so, you know, I started my online community just from that, from this group of women who were staying after. And most of them were texting me and emailing me and Facebooking me every day questions or, Hey, can you hook me up with Shannon? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. there was that girl in class. And so I just literally thought this statement one day, like surely they can just answer each other's questions. And that's what has happened. And so now I have a big, you know, social media following and, um, and it's just support. You know, it's literally like, I don't know what to do about vaccinations. I don't know what to do about circumcision. I'm thinking about weaning my baby, you know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, everything. My husband's driving me crazy today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law. Like, yeah, oh, man. Which one day we will be the mother-in-law, oh which is God. like, oh, and, man. You know, boys, <laughs> amen. So, you know, for me, the building of the community is now what is um, sustaining my business, but also like, it's like, we really have a community of women in Kansas city that, um, is different than it was just kind of because of this Facebook group. I mean, it's, it's very, very interesting. So I'm grateful for it and grateful. I thought surely they can answer each other's questions Mm -hmm. and I don't have to be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we've noticed, um, so her Facebook group, Oh Mamas is the one that um, kind of was born from her classes. And now it's really, um, I mean, wouldn't you say a, a majority are new moms? Yeah. And it's, or not just new moms, but maybe just had a baby second, third yeah, younger time. moms. Yeah. But you're in that, like really those specific questions, like, please, like, just make sure I'm not going insane here. Mm-hmm. And how do I get through this, the, these sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're finding with our mindful mama mm-hmm. movement community, that's growing from the start of this podcast, mm-hmm. but also merging both of our other online communities is now it's, um, kind of a settling, we're kind yes. of beyond that like newborn stage, but now it's like, you're in the, either the thick of raising your children, mm-hmm. or we're seeing also moms and grandmothers who may have raised their children or may want to, you know, be more connected to their grandkids. But it's, um, it's really just now looking at yourself a little bit. How can I enjoy this a little bit more? How can I slow down and how can I find other moms who are in that same boat and who I can relate to? And it's just, it's, that's the greatest thing about, especially these communities mm-hmm. online and locally is that you realize you're not the only one going through whatever it is you're going through, yeah. whatever stage you're going through. And that's really what's been awesome about it. Yeah. 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 Ashley, I love that starting question of, questions of who are you and how are you? I love that invitation for, you know, it's such a different, like, who are you? How old are your kids? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it really, like, I feel even my body going like kind of dropping a little, who are you yeah, for sure. and how are you? Like we're here yeah. to be real and be together. And that's so great. And Shannon, you know, talking about that idea of mamas supporting mamas, right. I think that I've experienced the same thing in the groups, Facebook 
and otherwise that I support is I ultimately, I don't want to be, I don't want, I mean, I want people to come to me, listeners, (laughs) and work with me. Yes, but the goal is, and the come from is, there's so much wisdom that lives inside of us. And how do we begin to peel back, you know, the conditioning and the experiences that we've had and the, you know, created beliefs over time that are getting in our, that are blocking us from that wisdom. So I've really pulled back, like you were saying, I've pulled back from being the first one to respond. Like, I don't feel like I need, I want to be the first one to respond when people post questions because I want the community to recognize, like, I have something of value to to share here. And then, you know, that place, that virtual place, also being able to take that into their life and the moments that are really challenging with their kids, having those moments of, oh, I have, I have value here. I, 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 I can drop into my wisdom and know what to, how to be in this moment Yeah. instead of, oh, where's that script or where's that PDF or, you know, yeah. like, no, you don't need that. Um, It's a crutch. Sometimes it's a stepping, it can feel like a stepping stone to have some tweaks in language or whatever. But, you know, ultimately it's not what we do. It's how we be. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's empowering when you've been through that stage and you had no clue what you were doing and you were the one asking the questions and then you've moved beyond it. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I might know something that, you know, know. maybe you still may not, but (laughs) to have that opportunity to share it, you know, is really huge. And also what I find, especially in, um, our mindful mama and then my other community is that there's things that we would say online and feel comfortable doing it that we wouldn't in person, you know, that kind of does strip down that like surface, um, you know, that really can make it feel a little too vulnerable. I think sometimes for people to share, like, you mean, you really don't know what you're you're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I really don't, but it's, there's just kind of this openness. I think that people feel they can, um, get to that deeper place sometimes in these groups. Yeah. I love that because so often we're talking about how that barrier, when that barrier goes away, people can show up so hurtful, right? But it mm. also has a it has a light side where it actually becomes, yes, because we have this vast like space between ourselves and the people we're communicating with. It also allows us, you know, thought time and like you were just talking about, Shannon, the ability to go deeper. So thank you yes. for that. Yeah. So what you, for the most yeah. part, we see that. I mean, we see yeah. the going deeper and the like moms really supporting and being thoughtful and mm. um, sharing wisdom and resources most of the time. And there, there is, there is some nasty gals out there, you know, too, yeah. but um, I have a really strong belief also, you know, I'll get like, why don't you kick her out? And I believe that, um, she needs the support mm-hmm. and has, and like, she, she needs the support and maybe one of these, um, things will change everything for her. Right. You know, I don't think anybody's trying to be mean. They don't know that they're being hurtful and harmful. Mm-hmm. They're doing the best they can with the tools yeah. they have. Yeah. And, and that, that mama and that mama's babies really needs, um, this group maybe more than us that are just being sweet and supportive. Right. Yeah. What are you noticing as themes that show up in your communities lately? Mm. 
Uh, well, I know in the Omama group, mm. I tend to see, um, the theme of just, am I doing it right? Yeah. Mm. Am I doing this right? Or is there a right way? Yeah, it's kind of scary questions. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, am I, oh my God, should I, is this mm. normal? Is this mm-hmm. normal? Is this normal? And, um, yeah, yeah I would yeah. agree that, you know, like, am I unraveling? Am I okay? Is this baby normal? Is this rash normal? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think back, you know, my youngest is 12 and like, what did I do when I had these questions at 5 Mm AM and I didn't have a Facebook group? What did I do? Um, and I don't know. I know. I I mean, I I looked it up in my Dr. Sears baby book because there was the answer to everything in that book. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, this is crazy, but like I had a parent's magazine subscription Mm -hmm. and I kept the parent's magazines. And I mean, there was a lot of resources in there. And so I would dig through them. I mean, I yeah. remember keeping like parents' magazines like near my bed and like, you know, you're <laughs> digging through your parents' mm-hmm. magazine. Yeah, oh my the old fashioned Google. The old days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our Mindful Mama movement group and in the Live Freely Circle, uh-huh. I see a lot of, um, you know, self discovery questions like, am, mm. you know, what am I outside of mom? How do I find, you know, this balance or flow in supporting, you know, my work and my personal interests, my creative pursuits while still being a good mom? How, can I do both? I mm-hmm. see a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. if I do one, am I taking away from the other and kind of, you know, learning mm-hmm. how to release that guilt, learning how to trust ourselves. Um, and also just, uh, I think just getting that validation, mm-hmm. you know, that our lives aren't perfect. The moment we're vulnerable and we share like, oh gosh, I had this just horrible day. Yeah. Then everyone, it gives them permission to share and just, yeah. you know, I think people are seeking to be real. Yeah. It's my favorite thing about the Mindful Mama movement group is that everybody in there is, they'll share articles and, mm-hmm. um, or that, you know, I listened to this podcast today and this was so helpful for me with my two-year-old's tantrums Thought you guys might like that. It is really like help a sister out. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of, um, feeling. And Very so, much. yeah. And so it's just interesting. Like they all end up having a life of their own. Other I, themes. Oh, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to respond, Shannon, to what you were saying about those questions about what it, what is life beyond the role of mother? And I ha- I just got this visual because I'll often, you know, refer to being in the weeds, especially when our mm-hmm. kids are so little, you know, and maybe there's multiple under five. And so I just got this visual of like, they're in the weeds. So like tall grass and then a mom head popping out, like, wait a minute, Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, 
tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. There's a horizon, there's a sky, like there's all this Mm -hmm. other, and then backdropping back into the moment of motherhood. But I think that what yeah it just Mm -hmm. came to me Um, I love it but also just you know recognizing the the step to even like being in that question being in the question of you know oh there's actually more life going on there's more life available to me there's you know, and, and not having necessarily answers to those questions but just being with that question is such a big it's movement. It's a step towards expansion, I guess, is what mm-hmm. came up for me. And I think that's a really exciting place to be. It is exciting. And I think that it's a really special time right now. So many women, and we still do it, but I see a lot of women, even in my free spirit community who have raised their children. And now they're like, they just sent off their last one to college. And it's kind of this, you know, another stage, which is now Mm -hmm. what? And, um, I think that a lot of us, you know, kind of looking to be intentional with our parenting is to say, we don't have to wait until then. Um, How can we nourish and nurture the side of us so that we can stick our head out a little bit more and and see the horizon and see the beauty in those weeds, Mm -hmm. but, you know, to see which ones we need to start pulling so that we can make more space for whatever, you know, is ready to bloom inside of us. And I think that's, um, that is what I'm passionate about because, I I don't think we have to choose, you know, I think we can do both and we become better mothers when we're nourishing and nurturing that side of us that needs tending. Right. Mm -hmm. Love it. Amen, girl. And I was going to say that the other theme I see is this, this desire for simplicity, this desire Mm -hmm. for a more minimal, a minimalist way of living, this desire to do less activity, this desire to carve our own path and not get swept up by what 
um, society says we should be doing with these activities and all this stuff with our kids. And I see that time and again, this like need to declutter and let go. And that's so exciting because you can't have one without the other. If your life is so completely filled and you're, you're you know, swept up by those activities and all the toys and all the mess, well, yeah. it's really hard to then make the space to feel that you can, you know, take good care of yourself along being a mom. So I see a lot of those questions mm -hmm. on how do I start this decluttering project and how do I um, say no to these activities and how can I do less and still feel like I'm doing enough? Love mm -hmm. it. I think that another, like right now, what's alive in one of the communities that I'm running is and that I'm finding myself like, okay, I'm going to respond to this mom and to the whole group by giving permission that she doesn't have to solve all of her kids' problems. Yes. Right. Like yes. that to me is a declutter as well. Just like, like giving permission, you know, you don't, we don't have to, and listeners, we don't have to, we don't have to solve all of our kids' problems. In fact, we're actually doing them a disservice yeah. and parts of their personality that might be currently rubbing, kind of giving us a little rub of scratchy scratch, like, Ooh, mm -hmm. I got to nip this in the bud. Like, do you? I mean, right. I don't know that, that I think there's a dark side and a light side to all the different personality tendencies. And typically they're speaking to us in code anyway. So like what's going on deeper and mm. oh, this is a whole nother podcast. It's a whole, I know I'm like my mind spinning. <laughs> oh, but it's I mean, a good reminder for ourselves too, because I'm one of those overthinkers and I try to fix things and I think, mm -hmm. oh no, here's another thing I need to think about fix. And then you mm -hmm. add three kids and a husband mm -hmm. in the mix and you're like, wait a minute. It's just, it, that's where the worry and the overwhelm and the maxed mm -hmm. out really happens. So yeah. you're right. That decluttering of our mind, it's like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't have to fix anything. Maybe I need to relax. Maybe I need to yeah. allow, maybe yeah. I just need to, you know, to relax. There, there's some, I don't know where this is from, but a friend of mine, this has helped me so much. Mm. She said, um, she heard it somewhere. Basically when stuff goes on with our kids, you know, that initial reaction is to hear the, the theme music from Jaws. Donna, <laughs> <laughs> like when you start to hear that in yourself, you're like, Oh my gosh, what do I need to do? There's a shark, right. you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so uh, that, I swear I go to that song. I'm like, okay, I don't need the jaws music right now. Right. There's no shark. Everything's going to be fine. That's yeah. right. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so my last question for you gals is what does joyful courage mean to you? Hmm. Joyful courage. Um, I think, you know, for me, um, like the biggest part of what I do, whether it is at a birth or, you know, meeting one-on-one -on -one with mothers is really just like finding your power, stepping into your own strength and not giving a shit, a, a, anything, a thought about what anybody else thinks. Like, mm -hmm. what do I really want? Mm -hmm. What does my baby really want? My baby who's 23, um, and go from like my soul, like I know this is right. And that when I feel grounded and I feel like myself, then I make decisions that are mine and I'm not going to regret being tucked into an intervention or uh, whatever, because it was my decision. I was informed and it was mine. And then that's a blast, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, when I feel like myself, then I feel braver to do everything. 
And really it gives my kids permission to do the same. So that's joyful courage to me. Yes. I ditto that. And I guess I would just add that having a playful, um, just making sure we're, um, really following our heart, our instinct, as Ashley said, and looking at taking risks with a sense of adventure. That's how I see my daily life. If I can just look at this without the Jaws music, (laughs) when I can stay curious, stay playful and light, not always that way, Mm -hmm. because we can get so dang serious about this parenting stuff. Oh my gosh, I know. So I want (laughs) to just look at taking risks and being brave with a sense of adventure. That's joyful courage. Love. I think we started with that song. <laughs> yeah, one. we got our little Ariel on. Um, yay. Thanks, gals. So where can listeners, let's just make sure that you get a little shout out. We've talked about your groups, but you can mention them again. Where can listeners find you and follow your work? So you can find me at homeholistic.com. And then also um, my Facebook group is Oh Mamas. And there's several like offshoots of it capital O-M-A-M-A-S. And then Shannon and I together are the podcast, The Mindful Mama Movement. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a Facebook page and group with the same name. And then Shannon. (laughs) I'm at afreespiritlife.com. Yes. Great. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, gals. This was so fun. It was so fun. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. again thank you to Ashley and Shannon for taking the time to be on with me go check out their show you will love it so yeah I am really excited because at the end of this week I will be in Boise Idaho Boise Idaho doing my final mother's journey workshop for 2017 If you are anywhere in the vicinity and interested in going, I would love to have you there. Go to www.joyfulcourage.com slash mother's journey, and you will be able to register to be a part of that workshop. It's going to be so much fun. November 4th, 9 to 3 Muse Studio. It's a yoga studio in downtown Boise. That's where we're going to be. And I'd love to have you there. Also, 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 if you've been following me on Instagram or other spaces, you have heard me talk about my daily intention cards. They, well, I'm hoping that by the time this airs, I still have a few and I'm not sold out. They are going like hotcakes. And um, what they are is a deck of 31 cards. And the um, purpose, the reason that I created them was for you to have one more tool to remind you to be, right? To be in your intention, to be in your kindness, to be loving, to be present, to be the things that we want to evoke and create inside of our relationships with the people that we love. And so my hope is these cards can be one more tool to support you in doing that. And they are making their way across the country. It's really, really exciting to see all the people that are showing up who are interested in 
really taking parenting to the next level and really owning and stepping into personal responsibility around ways of being. Because that's really what this thing is all about, right? I listened to one of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday conversation podcasts, and it was Oprah and Eckhart Tolle. And I mean, I took two pages of notes. It was so powerful. And, you know, I'm finding, um, gosh, resistance is futile, right? Resistance creates suffering. So, you know, we get so worked up about the ways that our children are showing up, myself included. Hello, if anyone listened to last week's show, you know what I'm talking about. We're in resistance. We don't always realize that we're in resistance. We can absolutely feel the suffering. Suffering shows up as resentment, as uh, irritation, as embarrassment, as sadness, as anger, as fear, right? That's suffering. And what we can start to do, what I'm in the practice of beginning to do and learning to do and creating in my life, what we can do is recognize, oh, I'm suffering right now. What am I resisting? And what can I let go of? Um, What can I step into that would inform and inspire this relationship that I'm in? So the intention cards are designed to do just that for you. Um, If you are interested in getting your own deck, you can go to my website, joyfulcourage.com backslash or forward slash or whatever, the slash, uh, intention cards, all one word, okay? Joyfulcourage.com slash intention cards, all one word, and you can get your own deck. Thank you for being the amazing listeners that you are. Thank you for showing up in our community. Thank you, Chris Mann, for your production support of this podcast. I so appreciate you. Friends, you can follow me. You can follow me on Facebook, on Instagram. You can join the Live and Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group. That is a safe place and supportive place for celebrating and sharing the struggles on the parenting journey. I'm happy to have you there. Just uh, click the join button and you're in. Big love to all of you. If you have any questions or feedback, you can always reach out to me at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. Don't forget that I am also available for coaching. If you feel like one-on-one coaching is what you need to go next level to elevate in your practice of parenting and being in the world, reach out, reach out with an email. Let me know you're interested and uh, we can see if it's a good fit. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, my friends. Happy Halloween. Is it so crazy that tomorrow is November? Oh my gosh. Big, big love to each and every one of you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, You'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. 
I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.